Hi everyone and welcome to episode 31 of the Therapeutic Rainbow and I'm very excited today because I'm here with Claire from Little Oak Play Therapy so it's nice to have another play therapist on the podcast. So welcome Claire and thank you very much for coming on today. Hi yes thank you. So yes I'm a play therapist as well. I have a background in teaching and I was a Senko and then sort of gave it all up, retrained. I'd always wanted to be a play therapist so I trained when my children were quite young and yeah just just really excited to be here and I wanted to talk a little bit about some play that maybe people could do at home and looking at therapeutic play as well and gaming because that's a big thing I've got two boys okay and we have a lot of issues with gaming so I thought that'd be something interesting to chat about absolutely so should we start with therapeutic play then so do you want to tell the listeners what that looks like and kind of how we can introduce that within the home environment and you don't have to be trained necessarily to use that kind of play yeah and kind of using the term therapeutic play might turn people off and actually people are probably you know might be doing therapeutic play already for me and you know you might have other ideas therapeutic play is about having fun and connecting with your children it's very much um, attachment play as well so just switching things off focusing really on the children and just having that time to have fun I would say as well for me it would be a non-directive play which is what we practice mostly as play therapists so when I say non-directive I kind of mean um you let the child lead the child and you're not really changing the path that the play may go in so it's sort of letting the child be in charge children love to be in charge boss you around come up with all the ideas and you're just following what they do and accepting what they do and not changing. So if they say, you know, a, a mouse is a rabbit, you say, yeah, it, it could be a rabbit. It doesn't matter Absolutely. because it's yeah. what they think and it's what they believe. So it's kind of child led, switching things off, putting things to the side. I find it really hard myself as a parent to do it. I find that definitely the guilt is is true. You know, I can spend 45 minutes with someone else's child doing play therapy and then I come home and my children say to me can we play and I'm like oh yes we can play and it's really hard to put your phone aside and not look at the skirting boards and think oh I could do it dusting but put everything aside and just really focusing on your children uh, yeah so, and it doesn't I mean I always talk about it, it doesn't have to be more than 10 minutes no but in that 10 minutes as you say it's really focused on that child and changing the play I always try and talk to parents about having a different selection of activities for those 10 minutes so that the child can see it as something different I think that's really important as well yeah that's yeah that's true I hadn't thought about that that's yeah very true changing it and having something different to do with them and also thinking I was thinking you know it's really hard a lot of time my son will want to do lego and do role play and gets really complicated and i'm trying to follow what's going on and i haven't got a clue and you know sometimes it's not all that enjoyable that's a really controversial thing to say but you know you don't have to always enjoy playing with your children so changing it up and doing different things is really good so um i was thinking about games and board games and how you can play therapeutically with children using board games. And it's something I might do in play therapy, but letting the children make the rules up and change the rules and saying, that's okay, we can change the rules. And then following their play 
with that, how are we going to change rules? Okay, so if you've changed that rule, I'm going to do that rule yeah. as well. You know, not it's not so much letting them cheat, but we're changing the rules, thinking about it differently. Yeah. So it's and when we games, yeah, like that at home, the girls love it because they go, yes, it's my rules today rather than the right rules. And I think it's just that, isn't it? Teaching children when it can be okay to change the rules and when it can't and kind of allowing them to lead in the right way. There's definitely something in that, isn't there? And a lot I might do this in play therapy as well but a lot of it is you know teaching them that if they change the rules in the playground or when they're playing with their friends they've got to make sure everyone knows that the rules have changed otherwise yeah. you know that's when the fallouts happen and that's when people struggle with playing yeah, we're just at that stage now so the girls are what five and a half and so they're in fully in role play within the school environment and as you say they come home and they say but mummy this person wasn't being very kind and I was trying to do this and I said yeah but did you, they know that you were trying to do this and they were like but mummy they should just know yeah definitely so all the time that you're playing and we're playing with our children they're learning aren't they there's so much in playing so yes we're talking about play being therapeutic or therapeutic play but play is therapeutic when you're you, you know like letting them lead and you're not teaching but you're letting them lead and problem solve for themselves and yeah, yeah there's just lots there isn't there it's so hard as parents to have you have all these things where you think oh I need to play in a certain way I need to get my child where they should be and actually when you let that child lead what you see is the magic really start to happen and the connection between you and your child is really different yeah. when they're in charge. Yeah, they love it. They love being in charge. And I guess that's what a lot of this play is about, like you said, about connection and about attachment and about eye contact and just really putting your phone down. And, you know, we all find it really hard. We all lead really busy lives, putting the TV, turning the TV off, phone down just for 10 minutes. And actually, you find that the more you do it, the more you, you might do it for longer and not realise, you might get involved and not realise the time has gone. And you've got, oh, that was 20 minutes we played there for rather than 10 minutes because if you're letting go, and it's really mindful, isn't it? And actually that play is mindful because you're focusing on something else and really concentrating on something else. So Absolutely, I'm really noticing what that child's doing. So I talk a lot with parents about notice that child doing something so if they're playing with the rabbit for example oh I notice the rabbit is moving over here and then what you'll start to notice is that the child will notice that you're really in with them and really focused which when you're as you say really leading busy lives you miss those little yeah. moments sometimes yeah be able to say that I noticed that actually helps to bring you back in because yeah. then if you're saying it and you're going, oh, I'm going to say something in a minute, you know, you're thinking about what they're doing and that helps to bring your mind back in. And I think perhaps as play therapists, we're quite trained in, oh, I'm not thinking, coming back yeah. into the room. And, and that's, you know, it's really hard to do because you might just start wandering off and thinking about something else. But as you said, that's great. If you're saying, I notice that we're, you know, oh, he's getting a bit angry. You're, you're bringing yourself back in and showing the child that you are there with them and you're, you've got that connection haven't you and so. hopefully taking away because we talk a lot on the podcast about that parent guilt but actually doing it for 10 minutes actually then you can fit it in and you don't need to feel guilty about when you're going to play with your children because it's just for 10 minutes to start with it but as you say hopefully that can be extended each time 
Yeah. And the, the, the look you get from your children as well. Yeah. Cause I will say to my children sometimes, oh, just in a minute, in a minute, I haven't got time. I haven't got time. But actually, when you go, actually, you know, I have got 10 minutes. Yes, I will. And then you will get so much from that look you get of, oh, you're going to come play with me. Yay. Yeah. You know, and they love it because you are their favorite person to play with. So yeah. you getting on the floor with them is enough, isn't it? Even if it is only for 10 minutes, that, oh, it's gonna or daddy or gran or whoever is gonna come and play with me it's it's enough isn't it just that. yeah and really connecting with what they want to do because it's child-led it's actually not what you're trying to get them to do so it's not trying to get them to read their school book or do the homework or everything it's what they want to play and I think again that changes the connection yeah, definitely and I had a few ideas of um some different games as well oh, amazing um so these are these are more adult these would be adult led but it's kind of to get fun because I'm a big advocate of fun and having fun with your children and what I noticed um over the like the last lockdown that we had that was really tough that when it snowed didn't you notice the amount of fun that people were having and how that changed the whole feeling up so actually just injecting a little bit of fun and playfulness into your everyday yeah. And I've got a couple of games that you probably were like, yeah, yeah, we do that. But these games I use a lot as well when we're sitting around the dinner table and <laughs> children who my children are eight and ten, you know, they're still wandering around and want to get up and down and sit down. Yeah. So it's kind of having fun. We're having fun together. We're sharing a meal, but we're playing games and things. So one of our favorite games is and I'm showing my age. You might not know this is Timmy Mallet's Mallet Mallet Mallet's Mallet. Some oh, no, people might know, know this. Oh, see, so much older. Um, as word association game basically okay. so you just go around and you know you're just doing word association game and it's just fun isn't it and you let them come up with the game so you're suggesting the ideas it's not necessarily child-led but they can come up with the first word so for example you might have tree and then the next person would say love yeah that yeah and you just go back yeah. and forth if there's if someone repeats it's funny but you know if they really struggle with that with losing never mind you know we'll just carry on if they repeat if they don't want to lose that's absolutely fine why you know there's no problem with that is there if they say flower and flowers already been said it's okay we're not going to make a big thing out of it we're just yeah. going to carry on playing so that's a game that we well, I enjoy that playing yeah it's a good yeah. fun game to get everyone sitting down eating yeah we do know. the story idea which obviously I use a lot in play therapy as well where you say one word or a sentence and create a story together yeah. and actually that's quite funny yeah, in the car, we exactly. do exactly, and it'll turn into poo poo. Yeah, oh, it's always poo poo. Yeah, and do you know what? For me, that's absolutely fine. I some people might have boundaries around that, but for me, I'm like, yeah. whatever, it's fine. Yeah, we don't come in a com- yeah. car journey with me is definitely ending in poo poo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just fun, isn't it? Look, we're laughing just thinking about it and talking yeah. about those things. Um, another game that we like to play is um, it's like an attachment game is guess what animal I'm thinking. Okay, so yeah. you kind of send the psychic waves across the table and then you might do a little action to show what the animal is and you've got to try and guess. So that's really good for eye contact and attunement and kind of really concentrating on the other person. So we play that quite often across the dinner table again. Okay, yeah, you're again, I really like that, but I've never thought about doing it with psychic. We do it just with we say a letter and they have to guess because we're obviously at the age where trying to connect letters with words so we've done it that way to make it fun but actually I really like 
that yeah. eye contact yeah. yeah you can't see what I'm doing can you but <laughs> yeah I'm sending it to you so yeah so it's just really good for that eye contact isn't it and that yeah you know, really looking at you really concentrating and focusing on what you're thinking and then you do a little action or a little sound to help them along the way and you're like yeah you guess mine well you know and it's just fun yeah. you're just doing some really silly things and yeah it's a really big thing that's therapeutic isn't it because we're having fun and we're laughing Absolutely. it's so good for your brain it's just brilliant and um, another game that we play with paper that I enjoy playing and I play this in play therapy as well as like um you draw the head so you might draw a creature and you draw the head and then you fold the paper over have you yep. played this and then the next person might draw the neck and then you fold the paper over and just really simple easy games you yeah. open it up and you've got a creature and we all laugh at how silly the creature is and you know just and as you say games that every, it doesn't have to be expensive games they're just word association or just a piece of paper and a pen and actually you yeah. forget about those kind of activities and yeah you can do that one with a story as well like you were saying you yeah. write so that's for you know maybe for older children who are more confident in writing so you'd write so and so met so and so and they did this and you just tell and they did a poo usually sorry to keep mentioning poo but that's normally what happens yeah. when you read the story and it's you know it's just silly fun and I remember playing those games when I was a child and I used to love them they're better than a board game so absolutely just... and just simple games like I spy we do I spy with colors as well it's just letters because actually they you know they can do colors a lot easier at the moment than the letters and it still builds that relationship up and yeah yeah just and all of those things are being therapeutic they are connecting you're attuning you're spending time attaching to the children you know you, all of that would be therapeutic play I would say and my <laughs> yeah no definitely and as you say they're just really simple ideas yeah. that hopefully any of the listeners can kind of just put them in yeah a bit at a time and just kind of think oh I can do that and just notice yeah. what happens with the relationship with your children and yeah however young or however old they are and I guess we're not up to it yet because my girls are a lot younger than your boys but you talked about gaming yes. as well so what's that like I feel like yeah. It's going to come <laughs> yeah so gaming is um yeah lots of gaming in my house and I have fought against it and tried to fight against but I was listening to another um lady a play therapist talking about it and I was like yes you're so you're so right and actually gaming doesn't have to be bad it really doesn't so um my boys will say to it because I don't mind playing games and they might say oh do you want to come play Minecraft with me and I'm like and I've put this on my Instagram stories before and I'll go okay yeah I'll play Minecraft that's our little 10 minutes spending time together and they love it and I'm useless and I don't get it and I'm dizzy I can't control it because one thing moves you around how you look and one walk I'm useless but do you know what they just love it and I don't see why gaming is quite vilified isn't it you know but actually sit with your children and have a go at gaming with them because it's a connection and my children aren't quite there yet but I know with teenagers it's brilliant to, to game with your teenagers because you're not there's not that pressure of eye contact sit down we're going to have a chat you're just chatting as you're gaming and laughing and it's just a it's just fun isn't it and just yeah and it's really enabling. reframing what gaming's about because actually as you say gaming can be seen as negative and I think that's when you leave them in a room and they're on it for hours but actually you connecting through gaming 
yeah. is a way in. Yeah, exactly. Because they and they just love it. They just think it's really funny, and they want to show me what they've built. And do you want to try and build a house? And I'm like, yeah, I'll try and build a house, and I can't even put a block down without making a hole and then I fall in the hole and I can't get out the hole and you know they they think it's hilarious how useless I am but it's yeah. just it's just fun and what I wanted to talk about as well with gaming is coming off gaming because this is a really it's a really big problem <laughs> that I have in my house and we've tried timers we've tried you know I've created posters with them where we just they're allowed to game between certain times and then they have to come off but um, what I think a lot of people are finding is that, you know, children, when they're gaming, and it's the same when we're on our phone and we're looking at Facebook or Instagram or whatever we're doing, we don't want to come off as soon as someone says, yeah. right, your time's up, come off now. You know, I don't want to put my phone down if someone says yeah. that to me, because I'm like, I just, just want to finish looking at this really silly thing I'm looking at, you know. So actually, I say to my children, and it's turned it around for us, I say to them, Right, it's nearly time to come off. We're going to have to have dinner in a minute and it's time for you to come off. So when will be a good time for you to finish what you're doing and to, to come off? And then I'm putting the control into their yeah. hands. It's completely up to them. And they'll go, most of the time, I'd say this works 80% of the time. I'm not saying it's foolproof. Um, yeah, I just want to finish this. And then when I die, can I come off? Or when this happens or when my yeah. game's over or I'm just playing with my friend at the moment. So can we just have five more minutes? And I'll go, yeah, yeah that's fine. And then they come off. It's like yeah. magic. Wow, because <laughs> you've given them the control. Yeah, yeah. And they've, they're able to disengage and they know it's coming up. And I will just remind them, do you remember you said you're going to come off when you finish that game with yeah. so-and-so or when you've done that? Yeah, yeah, I'm coming off. Or yes, I'm coming in a minute. And, and they do eventually come off okay. and, they, and they do. And I've put it into their hands and, it, you know, I would encourage people to have a go at that. Just put yeah. the control over rather than a timer. When your time runs out, the alarm goes off and you've got to come off, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause we tried with the, well, we've got the TV issue and we've tried it with giving the control to Alexa. So it's not mummy telling you to turn it off and Alexa's going to go off in 10 minutes when the program finishes. And that, and that seems to help again, because it's not me saying, because yeah. it's somebody else taking yeah. the control. And But as you say, actually giving them the control, I think my two would be like a little bit too young maybe to understand it, but older children, definitely. Yeah, just finish what you're doing rather than, yeah. no, you need to come off right now, but I just want to finish this race. No, you can't finish the race. You've got to come off, you know, actually let them finish the race. It's not really the end yeah. of the world if they finish the race. And yeah, then what's they the worst that can happen, yeah when they're ready because it's going to make everyone a lot happier if they're able to disengage when they can disengage and you know they're coming off and I'm not saying it's foolproof it doesn't always work you know sometimes they do then sneak on another game and that's when the boundaries are put in place and there's yeah. you know you, you've broken that I trusted you with that and you haven't done that today so that's I'm very disappointed and you know yeah. those boundaries will be put in place because we have to put boundaries in place as well definitely but, yeah it's something that works for us so have a go and see if it really works. like that as you say <laughs> hopefully just also you reframing gaming by joining in sometimes will also give yeah. you the idea of what they're doing that connection yeah we're very much like I I like for, for me and I think I would recommend it to other people having gaming in in the house so we have it downstairs and we have the lounge tv is, is the xbox tv it's not in bedrooms because yeah 
I don't want the children to be locked away gaming in their bedrooms. Yeah. I want them to be part of us still, even if they are gaming, you know. Absolutely. As you say, it's that connecting that you can still be aware of what they're doing. Like you can yeah. still, like when I'm cooking, I can still see what they're doing when they're watching the telly and try and ask them what, but I don't get the cartoons that they're watching. But, <laughs> but now they'll say, if I join in with them, well, do you want to join the telly? Choose the telly programme today, mummy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's really lovely that they do that. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it's again about, because we've connected over it and I've asked the questions. So they'll then yeah. say, should we go back to the programme you like, mummy? I know you don't like this one. I was like, no, I don't like this one. No, they, do you know what? The, the, my boys do that with, there's this YouTube that I quite like who draws, he draws on iPads and things. I don't know what okay, his yeah. name is. He does this amazing artwork and they're like, should we watch that? Because I don't really like them watching a lot of YouTube, but they'll go, can we watch the one with the artist? Because we know yeah. you really like that. Yeah. Too we were watching it last night and they really like it and you know it's harmless and as you say that connection starts to be built all the time so really lovely idea so thank you so much for all of those and you know the question that's coming yeah if you had a pot of gold at the end of your rainbow what would it be involved with what was in there well what would be in there would be a little bit of fun and playfulness for everybody everybody in the world to be able to have fun and be playful I really like that. And as you say, it's simple things to be playful. It doesn't have to be a massive show and dance to be playful. It's just being yeah. fun, yeah, doing that exactly. little bit of connecting. Yeah, so exactly. Thank you very much for coming on. Where can people find out more about what you do? I've got a website, um, www.littleoakplaytherapy.co.uk and I'm on Instagram, which is Little Oak Play Therapy and Facebook as well. So, And you have lots of playful ideas on there. Yeah, as well. I've seen you dressing up on there. So <laughs> yeah. I like it. Brilliant. So thank you so much for coming on and thanks to the listeners for listening today. And hopefully there's some lots of fun activities for you. And take care for now and I will speak to you all next week. Bye bye.